0: Welcome to the Amplify You podcast with your host, me, moi, Danielle, where I interview entrepreneurs from all different types of businesses and share their story and amplify them. I am so excited to share each and every one of them with you. And maybe you're going through an entrepreneurial journey and you might see yourself within them and that might help help elevate you. So I'm stoked. I hope you are. So stay tuned. This is going to be an incredible ride. Welcome, welcome back. I am so excited that you guys are here. And today I have a fantastic human being, um, Judy Holler. And I told her before we started the recording, this is this is like a vision board moment. She is, (laughs) I followed her journey for so long, and I can't wait to share her story with all of my listeners. So, Judy, I'm gonna pass you the mic and do a little intro for those that don't know and probably living under a rock who you are. (laughs) But I'll pass you the mic and give a little intro.
1: I love it. Um, thanks for having me. And I love when vision board moments come true. You know, I think so many people misunderstand what n- manifestation really is. And I think this is like a great place to start because it's the essence of my work, which is really going scared. You know, the title of my book is Fear is My Homeboy, which is really helping um, the whole intention is to help people reframe their relationship with fear, to befriend their fear and stop chasing the unrealistic notion of fearless because it's BS. It doesn't ex- exist. I think the way we make things happen is by making things happen. Mm-hmm. We don't fake it till we make it. We make it till we make it. And a lot of times you have to be scared to do that. So let's come back to the vision board, Danielle and you,
0: mm-hmm. because
1: we can have all of these things on our vision board, all these desires, all these dreams, all these wishes, all these wants. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we don't give those intentions, uh, attention, mm. we won't get them. 100%. So what people don't realize about manif- manifestation is it's really movement. It is taking your intentions and giving them attention. And that is the essence of really navigating and working with fear. So to your vision board moment with me, you moved on that intention. Mm-hmm. You followed my work. You would comment on my posts. You would put yourself out there. You read my materials. You dropped into my DMs and mm-hmm. sent me a message. And okay, what's the worst that could happen? But oh, ah, what's the best mm-hmm. that could happen? Maybe just maybe she'll say yes. So I think a lot of people assume, oh my God, Danielle, she's so lucky. Oh, Judy, she's so lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, Babe, we, we are lucky. We are getting really clear about what our intentions are and then we're giving those bad boys some attention. So I just, that's the essence of my work is really just going scared. And I write books. I'm a keynote speaker. I'm a podcaster. I'm an entrepreneur. And um, I am the biggest Friday Cat you'll ever meet. I have just um, increased my tolerance for pain. And in doing that, have been able to change, change my life.
0: I think my, so I think my first question for you that I want to ask is, you know, the confidence factor mm. for you personally, was it always there? Mm. I think
1: my ability to love myself has always been there. And I think mm. we have to start to I mean, ch- chapter one of my book is titled Love Yourself. And that's mm-hmm. on purpose, right? Because um, it's hard to do or create anything in this world if we don't first love ourselves. And I really think our choices, the people in our life, Are all a reflection really of how we feel about ourselves, right? There were definitely periods of time where I wasn't loving on myself, which is why I ended up in a lot of shitty relationships. It's why I smoked cigarettes for 15 years. It's why I probably drank too much. Like there were so many things I was doing because I didn't really love myself. Um, Mm -hmm. sure, I liked things about myself, but I didn't love myself. Mm -hmm. But when I fell in love with myself and I figured out what that really meant, and really for me, self-love is all about self-prioritization. This means I started putting myself on on the top of my list instead of Putting everybody else ahead of me and then wondering why I'm irritable and stressed out and exhausted and sick and all of these things. So it begins with self love. So, um, I think confidence like fear is a muscle. Okay. A muscle we need to work. And I think a lot of, a lot of people misunderstand confidence and they think that you need confidence. And I thought this for a long time too, that, Oh my gosh. If I want to go reach out to Judy and slide into her DMs, right. I need to be confident. Well, here's the thing. I think confidence comes in doing new, scary things. Like the more you do new, scary things, the more confident you become. So I can guarantee I'm probably not the first time you've ever put yourself out there. Right. So the more you put yourself out there, the more confident you get in putting yourself out there. I'm speaking, like I'm a keynote speaker, like let's go back into the archives and look at my very first speeches. Right. Probably not so great. But I built confidence on stage as a podcaster, as an entrepreneur, as someone who has to have tough conversations with my team. Like, you build confidence in the doing of new scary things so that you have this heightened tolerance for pain, this increased measure um, of what it looks like to really fail and what it looks like to really win. And that in turn gives you more confidence. So, I think like fear, like, if we're not dancing with discomfort, how will we ever get more comfortable being uncomfortable? And if we are not um, putting ourselves in situations where we have to display confidence and either win or learn, how will we build the muscle of confidence? So um, that is definitely a lesson I learned from improv. My background's in the improv theater, so a lot of my work. And so one of the things they teach us is like, there are no mistakes, only gifts, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do something and I'm going to win or I'm going to do something and learn. And that makes me more confident.
0: I, I love that. And I feel like, so for those that are listening and that might be in that trajectory of like wanting to get to that next level. Right. And they're scared. Yeah. They're scared. They they're scared of that next step into Mm. that next level. What kind of tips could you give to those to reassure them that that's the right direction? Like you need (laughs) to get (laughs) scared
1: <laughs> you need to get scared. Yes. a great question. If you are scared, congratulations, babe, you were doing it right. You were on the path like imposter syndrome has showed up. Oh cool. Hi. Welcome to my office. You're back again. Um you're real good at your job, but uh I'm in, I'm 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 in charge here. Right? Mm. So like it's a reframing. It's when jealousy, it's when imposter syndrome, it's when self-doubt, it's when procrastination, all of the those things are fear because fear has one job to stop mm. you and keep you just the same. Fear doesn't want you to grow. Fear doesn't want you to change. Fear doesn't want you to lose the weight or quit the bad habit or make the million dollars, the multiple million dollars, sell out your course. Like fear doesn't want that Mm. because when that happens, you change. And then fear Mm. loses control over you. So fear is going to invite all of its friends, friends like imposter syndrome, et cetera, to the party. So now when imposter syndrome comes in, because that's what that question really is. When someone's saying, oh my God, I'm scared. What do I do? We're, We're starting to feel like, oh, I'm not worthy. Mm -hmm. Well, hold on, because you are born, you are worthy because you are a child of God. Whatever God you believe in, you are worthy. You don't need a blue check on Instagram to verify you. You are verified because you were born, because you breathe oxygen. So imposter syndrome tries to wreck that. And so when imposter syndrome comes into my office now, I'm like, okay, cool. Instead of being afraid of it or being mad that it's there again, I go, oh, I'm here. Imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome isn't here. I've arrived because it means that I want more for for myself. I'm ready for myself. I'm ready for my future, right? And I'm on the right path. So um, I think the biggest tip and takeaway here for someone who is sort of feeling blocked by fear, know that that is fear's job Mm. to do that, to stop you. The antidote then is movement. So knowing this is power because now we know, okay, if fear's job is to stop me, I, I know how to heal it. And that is through small daily actions. And number two, and this is big, We have to remember that what got us here ain't going to get us there. Mm. So who this version of you that you are now, like where you want to go is going to require a new version of you. And it can be really scary to let her go. Because that, that may mean that we have to let people go and clients go that no longer serve us and, um, activities that we were doing. Like there are things that we're going to have to let go of inside ourselves and out in order to evolve into the next version of ourselves. And so this evolution is a rub because it's new and it's scary and it's uncomfortable. So we'd rather stay comfy. Right. Mm-hmm. And and do what we've always done. But if you really want change, this rub and this friction and this discomfort is all an illumination. Um, that you're on the right path. And it's a part of the process. It's almost like how you earn your wings. Like you have to evolve. You have to change it. Like even sitting here now, Danielle, like I know where my business is going. I know some of the things we're doing next in the company and they're scary things. They're big things. They are a departure from what I'm doing now. And who am I? Oh, the audacity of her. How could I, who am I to think I could? Well, hold on limiting belief, limiting belief, limiting belief. I almost have to sort of step into now before she's even here, that version of myself so I can go get it. Like I did this when I was a keynoter. Like Mm -hmm. when I was, I was in sales and marketing way before I started a keynote career and speaking on stages. So I was like, okay, how does a keynoter think? What does she listen to? What does she read? What does she wear? What does she do? How does she put herself out there? Great. I became a keynote speaker. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm a keynote speaker. but I I need to write a book. I want to write a book because I knew a book would amplify that work. So what does an author do? What does an author read? What does she listen to? How does she save her money? How does she start working on this? Great. I write a book. And of course, it's not as easy as I'm articulating it to be, but there is an algorithm here, right? So then I'm a a keynote speaker and an author. And I'm like, great. I want more. I want to I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to step into something new. Maybe I want to be a podcaster, or whatever. So what does a podcaster listen to? What mm-hmm. is a podcast? I want to create a clothing line. Great. What does a fashionista do? What does she read? What does she think? How does she transform herself in her closet every morning? Like, what does she talk about? So you kind of get what I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm putting down here. Hopefully, um, who do you have to become in order to get what you want? And the reminder, if you are blocked, is that what well, got you? what got you here ain't going to get you there. And it is going to feel scary. And if you are scared, you are in the right place. The way through it is small daily actions. We have to increase our tolerance for pain. So play with your fear, like play with your courage, get uncomfortable every day, a little bit on purpose, because that's how we build the muscle.
0: Hmm. I'm going to let that breathe. So everybody can really digest that because that was 10 AM is
1: my 10 a.m. is my hotspot, by the way. Like this whoa. is like a, we're recording at 10 a.m. Mountain Mountain time. Uh huh. Yeah. And I like you're in my you're in my. I'm I'm. Sweating. I love like, it. This is my <laughs> this is my like. I love I love the 10 a.m. time frame. I'm like wide awake and I'm feeling really high energy. And I just I don't know. It's my. Do you have a time of day where you just yes. feel like these pockets of time mm-hmm. that you just feel. Like God is with you, the magic is with you, the light is with you. Like that's how I'm feeling right now. I love those. That's where the
0: magic. That's where the magic happens, and that like the energy, hundred percent.
1: Do your most important work in those time frames. By the way, like I love getting
0: on interviews. I love being on stage.
1: I love writing in this time frame because I don't know. I just feel really awake.
0: I love it. I love it. So my next question for you, because I know there's a lot of different types of entrepreneurs that listen to my podcast, right? Cool. So you were talking about. Doing all these types of things, like you're an author, you're a keynote speaker, you're, 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 you're into, into fashion, you're, you're doing all these things, right? So for these entrepreneurs that, because as being entrepreneurs, you're always looking for that next thing, right? You're not totally, you're not which is good. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So how do you hone in on, or know when the right time is to venture to that next business?
1: Okay. You ask really good questions. This is so good. Here's what everyone needs to hear right now. And I am reminding myself of this every single day as a multi-passionate entrepreneur myself. I love a lot of things. I'm a visionary. This is why we put number one and put people around us who can take our big ideas and help us execute against them. Like I do none of this by myself. I have a team of people that have different strengths than me that can take my visionary ideas and go build them. Right? So, um, that's number one. Number two, remember, your fortune is in your focus. Mm -hmm. And the second you lose focus, you lose your fortune. So we always want to be keeping the main thing, the main thing. And how do you know what the main thing is? What is your unfair advantage? Mm -hmm. Like, what is that thing you do better than anyone else? That thing that you feel is your, your zone of genius. Maybe for you, it's writing books. Maybe for you, it is designing, you're a graphic artist. For me, it's keynote speaking. I know that speaking is my unfair advantage. It's something that not a lot of people can do really great in the world. Um, and there's a lot of people that are not crazy enough to go do it full time because what most people's biggest fear is speaking on stage where I'm one of those crazy people that's like, oh my God, I've been doing this <laughs> in fifth grade. I was like in speech meets in fifth grade. Like I love it. right? I live for it. So cool. Tap into that. That's my main revenue stream. That is my money maker. And if that main thing loses focus, then it's hard to fund all the other things I want to go do in my business. So, okay, before I started speaking, I was in sales and marketing. I was in the hotel industry. So I built a big career in hotel sales and marketing, uh, working for companies like Starwood and Omni and Marriott and all this stuff and in big convention business. Right. So I knew though, I wanted to speak on stages, like that was my dream. And so I was saving money and like, you know, building slowly day by day, speaking for free anywhere I could, all of these things. But I knew that I was using my sales and marketing job to fund the larger dream. Mm-hmm. Right? When I was speaking, I was using the speaking business to fund what it was going to cost to write a book. I didn't get an advance. I wrote that book myself. I had 1,500 fo- Guys, I had 50, 50- go follow me. I think I have like 27, I don't know. No, 30. What do I have? I don't even know what I have. Like almost 30,000 followers on Instagram, maybe 32, 35, something in my- like. <laughs> whatever followers, smallowers. Um, I am verified because I am born. So let's never forget that. Right. <laughs> yes, but, yes. Right. Like snap, snap, snap. Yes. But like I had 1,500, 1, followers when I started my, like launched my book. So guys like, and my book came out three years ago. So, you know, we earn our success, but it was a slow build. And so when I was keynote speaking, I was using that business to fund. I didn't, the reason I say this, I didn't get like a big fancy book advance. I did a hybrid deal and I spent money on my book and I hired publishers and paid for distribution and paid to be in airports. A lot of people see all these authors and they're taking their photos mm-hmm. with their thing in mm-hmm. Times Square. Guys, that all costs money. Mm-hmm. Like people pay for that, right? So using um, my keynote business to fund the dream of writing, and using now my keynote seeking and my authorship business to fund the next thing, right? And so, I guess it's just an art of appreciating where you are, but really betting on the on the money maker, like the, the 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 unfair advantage, and kind of keeping the main thing the main thing. It doesn't mean that we can't evolve. I mean, if you're following me, you know we are. Uh, going to be launching a project that includes disco balls. I am exploring um, fashion and what that will look like in my business. I have a podcast. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. Um, but but my main thing is my main thing. And so... Um, And I do love my main thing, right? But I'm also thinking about, okay, what is the next thing? Because what will, you know, 65-year-old Judy be doing? And how am I thinking about the future? And, you know, travel is hard. And being away from your family is hard. And I've just moved to Scottsdale. And I live in an incredible location that I worked really hard to get to. And unless it's July, August, September, I kind of like to be here. So it doesn't mean that I don't want to be on stage. But I am thinking about what's next. And that's Mm -hmm. healthy. Um But what am I doing now to keep the main thing? The main thing, keep my focus in my fortune and my fortune is in my focus so that I can go fund what could come down the pipeline in the future. So I guess the, the, the long answer to that is just keep the main thing, the main thing, get real clear on what your unfair advantage is. What is that thing you do better than anyone else? What can you monetize and make some good money off of? And then go do that for a while. Give it some time. I did not start bringing in all of these new revenue streams and new ideas into my business until I was pretty well established. So Mm -hmm. all I did for about three solid years was talk about my book, speak on stage, talk about my book, speak on stage. And then, oh, let me start a podcast. Great. Still in the thought leadership bubble. Um, and just now, and you know, through COVID really, when I had the bandwidth to think about it, um, we, we we really started opening up into like, oh, what is possible here? And what do I really want to be doing in this world uh, on the other side of, of the stage? Mm-hmm. And uh, that takes some time. It takes a lot of self-trust um, and it takes you living in your life. And I guess this is the final point. People ask me all the time, Danielle, like, oh my God, how do you write a good book? How do you have an interesting podcast? How do you come up with your speeches? My answer is, and always will be, go live an interesting life. Hmm. Like Hmm. that's your real job. And I think we wonder why our, our blessings get blocked. We have, all we're doing is working. All we're doing is nose down, spreadsheets, go, 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 hustle, 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 masculine, masculine, masculine. You know, do you have time blocked off to go be in your life, to go get up to something really interesting, to try something epic and have it fail, and then let that be the story that you tell the world, right? Like, That is an interesting book I want to read. That is a podcast episode I want to listen to. Like, tell me about what doesn't work so I can learn from your mistakes. Tell me about your crazy trip to Paris. Like, talk to me about that time you went to Disneyland by yourself just because, right? Like, like these are the things, like, go be in your life. Go be in your life. And you. I have goosebumps. You will have an incredibly successful entrepreneurial journey because it's you. It's your stories and all of that inspires your creative work and the things you do in the world. So go be in your life. Joy, 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 fun, fun, fun.
0: Oh, I mean, and I think the major reason that a lot of people, you know, are attracted to people like you is because of the fact that you are transparent. You are real, right? Because there's so many people on social media that are Mm. portraying this big thing. And I love the fact that you shared the whole book thing that Mm. it it, it, (laughs) is. it wasn't easy. You had to pay for things. So I think that's, what's important too, is, is, is the relatability factor. Right. And thank you, I, of course. And I think my next question is, cause you kind of led to it is with all these accomplishments that you've had. Do you, when you, when you look at yourself in the mirror, right. Do you celebrate those moments? Do you take some time for you?
1: I love this question. Um, and I talk about victory laps in my book. So, mm-hmm. you know, like Ricky Bobby, one of my favorite mm-hmm. movies, Talladega Nights. I love Will <laughs> Ferrell. Uh, I love humor like that. Um, victory laps. We have to take them. Mm-hmm. And I do two soul every year if I can afford them. Mm -hmm. Um, because there's always different things going on in my business. And I'm I'm always spending money back in my business. Like, oh, I got to put some money aside, go have some fun, take a vacation, like do these things. Right. So I'm always like investing back into the business. And it doesn't mean that we don't, I don't pay for myself. I I do love, I get get my spas in and (laughs) I live here. I do a lot of, uh, you know, sit by the pool and a lot of hikes and all of that. But I do a couple of things to take those victory laps. So number one, the answer to your question is like, Yes. And no, I would say I'm like 70, 30 at that. And I think Mm -hmm. it's an area of opportunity for me. Like I'm about 70% good at it. Like I'm pretty good, but I move so fast. And I think a lot of us entrepreneurs do that. We are always on to the next thing that we don't Mm -hmm. take a minute to go. Oh, damn! Mm -hmm. like January for me, I don't know about y'all, but December is crazy kids people family travel like if there is no chill about it for me everybody's like oh look at me in my robes and we're about the fire and yeah i got some good sexy cozy time for myself certainly right. um i took a trip up to Sedona and we'll talk about soul baticles in a minute but i mean it, yo it was like i came in on january 1st Hot and my anniversary is January second. So I was like, my hair was frazzled. I was like, oh, I got like, oh my god, like so. I, I I rested, but I don't feel like I really recovered. And so mm. January for me is kind of a sacred time. I love unless it's the right stage because I'm going to turn down a, a stage that I really want to speak <laughs> on. But I try to like protect the first couple weeks of January. To really just settle into January and to take that victory lap to celebrate my success, to look back at 2022 or the previous year and go, oh my god, damn, we just mm-hmm. did, we just did all that like we got through two years of a global pandemic like we are coming out of this on the other side and um that is something I try to do. and um so I'm 70 percent good at it, thirty percent bad of it at it working on it, but I think soul radicals have helped me. So let's come back to that. Yeah, I usually do them every July and December. And if I can afford it, I take two. If not, I take one. And way before I could splurge in this way, I was doing stuff locally. So mm-hmm. whether it was just booking a couple of days at a local hotel down the street, something super chic and bougie. Um, so I was close to home and I didn't have to book a flight and I could just chill at the hotel. But the whole point of a sabbatical is for you to get out of your life and into yourself, to mm-hmm. literally eat dinner alone, to think alone, to take walks alone, to maybe hit a spa, to just write, to think, to just get yourself some space Right. Mm-hmm. Away from, you know, at the end of the day, the one thing you always have to live with: people are gonna come and go. We're gonna lose people we love. We that is inevitable. Companies could let us go tomorrow. But we, this is the one thing we always have. And I think soul radicals, these solo vacations are really powerful ways to celebrate yourself, to, to make you a better mom, to make you a better entrepreneur, to make you a better leader, to make you a better wife. Uh, insert any of the above. And mm-hmm. The things that I haven't even mentioned, and so that is how I, I I take those victory laps. I try, I put them in my calendar. They're already in my calendar for this year, um, and just really getting excited about that. You know, those things for myself, but also uh, not really rushing into January too. I think that's a mistake a lot of us make, and sometimes we have to. My husband's already heading to a conference next week, so sometimes we have to do our work, but just really giving ourselves that time to just sort of. You know, ease into the new year, um, but it's so important. It's a great question because it's so important. We have to um, celebrate our our success. And uh, what's the point of all the hard work if we're not just taking a minute to go, "Oh, damn, look yes. at me, I earned this. I earned this." And if I can do that, God, just imagine what I could do next.
0: And I'm so happy that you do that because I, I ask this question often to the people that I interview, and a lot of them say no. Mm. A lot of them say no. And it's like, they need to get to that next thing, that next thing, that next thing, but that causes burnout. Like you need to have those moments. So I want to yeah. honor you in that in doing that because it is, imp- well, it is important.
1: I love that you touched on it too, because it's a big part of, of, of of wealth generation. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this, this notion of receiving, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of it, it's one it's one of the major abundance codes. Right. Um and, and, not being able to receive. Think about it like this. If you can't take a compliment, how are you going to get that million dollars? How are you mm. going to get that money? Right? Like if you can't even receive a compliment when someone gives it to you, if you can't even receive help with your luggage in the overhead bin when a man tries to give it to you, uh, how are you going to get that, that next check? How, uh, we're blocking our blessings. So this is where we can tap into the divine feminine a little bit more. I think entrepreneurs, my hand is raised. We run really masculine. It is spreadsheets. It is deadlines. It is to do. It is the hustle. It is our planners. It is our goals. And that is so important because action, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Like we got to move. Sure. But if we can't receive love, pleasure, play, fun, um, celebration, we're literally, it's like, Money is trying to call you and no one's on the line because you're just saying, "Er, nope, I'm not available to it. So if you want to be available to wealth and abundance, we, we have to work on a receiving. And I think that is a powerful goal. If you're listening right now for 2023, allow yourself to receive when a woman gives you a compliment, say, thank you. I received that. Or God, you rocked that stage. Thank you. I received that. Oh, I love your like, Thank you. I received that. Or, Hey, can I help you with your luggage? Or, you know what? I got an extra bag of fries in my bag. Ooh, I received that, right? Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Receive
1: it. Mm-hmm. Receive it. Like I pick up, like you guys, this may sound so silly, but I heard this years ago from Marie Forleo. I don't know if you mm, know who she is. Of course. I love of course Yes. I loved I'm like old school B school. I took her B school back uh-huh. in like 2011, 2012, something like that, over a decade ago. So anyway, but I heard her talking about how she money mindset was a conversation. She's like, "I never walk by a penny, a dime, a quarter on the streets without picking it up and saying thank you because it is still currency." And it's currency is think of the word currency, the nature of it is electricity and electric and energy money gen- is energy. So like just the other day on a plane, I was like, saw a quarter face up on the ground. I was like, oh, you would have thought. And people looking at me like, what? And so I'm like, is this your quarter? Is this your quarter? Like, I'll take the quarter. I'm like, like, and so you see what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. that is a, a signal, a sign, um, receive the quarter, Judy, receive, mm-hmm. don't act like you don't see it because you're embarrassed of what people are going to think. Receive it, receive it. Um, and it's simple things like that, that I think really help us sort of click into something bigger and start to generate the air quotes luck that we all really want. And there is no luck. It's only courage.
0: Ooh, <laughs> I literally have chills know. this whole, oh, I love and it. Maybe, and I, that was a,
1: that was a big one for me when I heard that I had never forgotten it, never forgotten oh. it. I'm like, here's this woman that I look at that is like on the biggest stages. I'm like, Marie, got this big so, show, interviews, all the celebrities. and then She is picking up pennies well, I'm going to start picking up pennies. I guess Mm -hmm. I'm (laughs) going to pick up pennies. And I've been picking up pennies ever since. so. I don't think I've ever shared that story publicly. It's so true though.
0: It's so so true. It's so true. And as we're kind of rounding out, and I hope that like listeners out there are really getting what you're putting down because I know they are, but I just want you guys to really hope you have, you know, a pen and paper for what Judy's sharing Mm. because they're really, really truly gems and that could take you to your next trajectory in your business, in your life, period. So, but as we're kind of rounding out, Judy, I love to ask this question when, you know, you look at your family, right? And all of the success that you've had so far and what you're going to have to come, right? What is that legacy that you want to leave?
1: Oh, I Danielle, you're dropping some mic drops on this podcast. <laughs> this is so many good questions. Um, you know, legacy. Well, uh, you know, my, I want women to shine so damn bright. Mm. Um, I, because I don't think little girls can be what we don't see. And I grew up with a pretty toxic relationship with my mother. To this day, it is in repair and it's Mm -hmm. a lot of boundaries and a lot of work I had to do on myself to realize there is nothing broken about me, right? Because my mom didn't have something inside of herself, but because other Mm women, other women rather around me um, were doing big things. They were shining bright. They were running businesses. They were parenting with love. They were um, driving fancy cars and they had pools and porches with like rocking chairs. And I remember these women and because those women showed up in the world, I knew that I could break the cycle mm-hmm. and I could show up in this world. So I think if there's any legacy I could leave um, is to just give women the courage to shine so bright because we're watching. And I think the second answer to that is to remember that our legacy is is not really Tomorrow. It is built in today. Mm -hmm. Today is our legacy because we are not guaranteed tomorrow. So every morning you wake up, you have an opportunity in front of you to inch forward into that dream, inch forward into that desire, inch forward into that legacy. So what am I doing today? You know, to, to be that. Like, what could I do today on my social media? What could I write today? What could I create? Could I be on this podcast and just give it all? Because I know that maybe one woman, and maybe that woman is you, Danielle. Maybe it's this connection, but whatever. How can I leave it all on the table today? Because I might not get tomorrow. And I am always facing my mortality. I look at my death every single day. And it's in looking at my death that reminds me, ooh, I am very much alive right now. And, and that is how I build a legacy by doing today what I want to leave leave behind tomorrow.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. And you're living it. 120% you're living it because I can't think of anybody else. I think you you stepped into that power of being that woman to share that being transparent, dealing with that fear, dealing with, like, you are that queen for for mm. those people that all have that insecurity to get to that next level and have those fears within them. You were the leader to that. So oh. I am honoring you, honoring you for that. Thank you. 20%. I
1: receive it. I receive it. You. So see what we just sit there. Uh, I will take it. Thank you. You know, my word of the year is queen.
0: Yes. No, I did not. I did what? not.
1: I had goosebumps when so said, you said it like, I know I said it in my hair salon yesterday because I love Tara that owns my salon and she's fabulous. And all the girls were talking about our words of the year and it got to me. And I was like, y'all, and even saying it, I'm like, oh shit, I'm just going to put it out there. Yes. Uh, queen. I go, my word of the year is queen, like stepping into that, like that. Energy that that uh you know that 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 mindset of like mm-hmm. I am here to receive all of the 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 things and mm-hmm. the joys and the love and the fun and the wealth and the pleasure and the health and all of the things but that is my word of the year. So I, I had no it. idea <laughs> so you use that and it scared me. That's why I was like, this has to be my word of the year because I'm gonna step into that energy. And there's a book I just finished reading which made me pick the word of the year. It's a, a book by Gina DeVee. She's fabulous. She'll be on mm-hmm. my podcast soon. It's a book called The Audacity to Be Queen, and it's real good. Ooh. It teaches you all about queenery and queendom and Queen Esther and some of the queens of our history and how they've used their divine feminine energy, their stoic presence, their peace, their patience, their um, ability to just think before they react to really do insane historic things in the world. And um, I'm real into that energy right now. You know, queens that literally had to approach their king with very con- controversial stuff. Mm-hmm. And if it didn't go the right, the right way, yo, they would get beheaded, like killed uh-huh. right there, burned on the stake. So these women would go into peace and into prayer and into thinking and really come to the table to very queen-like present their case mm-hmm. in order to save a people, to save a generation. And we can't do that from the guy. Hey, yo, here's what I want you to do. Oh my God. Let's go. <laughs> Excel spreadsheet. These queens had to be like, all right i got the world of a people on my shoulder and mm. how am i mm. going to put my crown on here and make this happen and i'm going to do that from a deep a deeply divine place of 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 feminine energy and i think if we can channel that a little bit more and pair that with a bad assery that is our masculine entrepreneur energy. I mean, we become unstoppable. Oh my so, God,
0: that, common, um, that It's good, is, isn't it?
1: Yes, yeah, yes. it's good. Yeah, it's good. Queen, oh, queen, queen, queen. I love Plus that. I had, all I had no
0: idea. I love that. It's um, so good. I know my listeners are going to want to like connect with you, want to collaborate with you, want to do all the things with you. So please share your you know your links anything that you have going on that my listeners need to know about like I'll put everything in the show, so show notes but I definitely want you to, uh, everybody to know
1: oh thank you I mean my website we're we're actually um I don't know when this comes out but in February we've got a new website coming out with all kinds of good stuff but judyholler.com is the place to be uh judy holler j-u-d-i holler h-o-l-l-e-r <laughs> On Instagram. Um, and let me give you something. Your, your listeners, all y'all that hung out with us to the end, you're going to get a little free gift. So I think, you know, as a queen. One of the most important things I do is set boundaries, manage my time and protect my we- mental health. So in the pandemic, like I've been goal-focused planning. You've probably seen me talk about this. I've been goal-focused planning uh for about eight years, loved it so much that I wanted to create my own planner. It's called the Possibility Planner. We sell it on my website. We're actually, reworking it a little bit. We're going to make it smaller and the print version rather. We sell it, it's quarterly. So, mm-hmm. okay, but hold on, I'm going to give it to you for free. So if you want to just see it, try it, download the entire PDF. Put it on your Kindle. Do you put those on Kindles? No, put it on your iPad. I don't know. Wherever (laughs) you take the ideas, borrow them, steal them, put them into your private, like for free, go to judyholler.com forward slash free gift. I know not real creative, but super easy to remember Uh, my website forward slash free gift. You can enter your email and download my entire goal focus planning system. If you love it, you can go buy it. But the reason I bring it up is I think this time of year, and certainly as we become really conflicted as entrepreneurs, we have to remember that our focus is in our fortune is in our focus. Mm-hmm. Goal focused planning is literally my secret weapon. Um, I wouldn't have created it if I didn't believe in it. So listen, if you're listening, go get it. It's free. No strings attached. I do not spam you. I just love you. Um, <laughs> And you will get it. So go use it, borrow it, steal it, make it your own. Um, And if you love it, we have a paper version too, that we're going to continue to evolve and make even better as the year progresses. We just have to find the right manufacturer to do that. Um, but yeah, that's my little gift for your listeners.
0: I love it. And I know they're going to definitely, um, use it for sure. And I appreciate you for doing that for my listeners. Yeah, you're welcome. Judy, it's just been an honor to chat with you. And Mm -hmm. I I mean, I can't wait to see you just go, go, keep, keep growing, keep going. And I'm going to continue to follow your journey and just, I appreciate you. I really, really do.
1: I receive it and it goes both ways, my friend, you too. I wouldn't be here if I didn't believe in the work you're doing in the world. Uh, so thanks for having me. And guys, thanks for spending your time with us here on the podcast. This was a good one. Good girl. This <laughs> was a great you. interview. Thank you you. send me
0: the video of this one. This is uh, a good one. A hundred percent. I'll share, clip. I'll share yeah. clips on my social. It's real good. You thank, good. thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And guys, if you love the episode as well, please tag the two of us. We'll show you some love. But thank you, Judy. Appreciate you. You're welcome. Ciao. Guys, I'm super excited to announce that I just launched an online clothing boutique called Bella Mel Boutique in honor of my sister who passed away from cancer. The clothing in there right now is incredible. The wholesalers that I'm I'm going to have in there, I'm being very strategic. Um, They're going to be very special, near and dear to my heart as well. So please check out the website, bellamelboutique.com and check the Instagram page, Bella Mel Boutique. And I can't wait for you guys to see it.